0: Order up! It is time for us to order up.
1: Order up, order up.
0: Today, we are ordering up our top five favorite ESPN 30 for 30s. There have been so many, so many great ones. Let's see what we come up with from five Two one, what do you got, Dave?
1: There's just so many. I know so many good ones. Um, but uh, so number five, uh, this is just you know these were some of my favorite players. That's why I liked it. Was Elway to Marino, Mm. and that's the the behind-the-scenes look at the 1983 draft that saw six quarterbacks. That's right, six quarterbacks taken in the first round. So that's that. That's my number five. Number four for me is Big Shot the story of the New York Islanders uh, almost being purchased by businessman John Spano who didn't have two nickels thrown together and he (laughs) still he still got he still negotiated the cable contract for the Islanders that saved them financially so there was some good that came out of that but he almost became the Islanders owner without having any money which is incredible Um, we gotta figure out how to do that yeah uh number three is you don't know bo the legend of bo jackson one of my favorite players and some of the stories that are in that 30 for 30 you can say no way like no way that he was able to do that and no he was like when you know he he was like a legend like his stories are legendary and when legend becomes reality you print the legend that's basically what happened there um number two just sentimental it's survive in advance the whole uh north carolina state coached by jim valvano you know he was the huge underdog and he he beat you know houston and one of the greatest college basketball upsets ever and then he he winds up dying from cancer shortly after that uh That's just you know Jimmy V. And number one, I don't know why, but this always hits me hard. It's the best that never was, the Marcus dupree story. He probably was like one of the best running backs ever in college football, and you know he chose to go a different route. I think he went to the USFL after football, after after college. Oh no, or Canadian league, or he just didn't. He didn't go to the NFL. He decided to try to make money. And he wound up hurting his knee and just never amounted to anything. And that, like, drives a gas truck in, like, Mississippi. Um, but some runners-up I want to note is uh, Nature Boy, Bad Boys, I Hate Christian Leitner, Four Days in October, Ran University, in The Four Falls of, four falls of Buffalo. Uh, I exclude them from my list, but they're very good. Very good.
0: They're all great choices, and you have there's so many that you can do some in more recent vintage and some in the older in the older vintages but you can't go wrong with any of the ones that you've listed for me right i'm gonna go number five the tuck rule seeing tom brady and charles woodson together watching the game breaking down the game it, it was a very interesting insight into what was going on at the time, and it's something that, you know, it shows you that you strip it all away. It's they're still friends, you know. It's still two friends busting each other's balls, and that's pretty. That's pretty cool, you know. At the end of the day, that, you know, Charles Woodson can still take it in stride, and Tom Brady can you know can kind of twist him a little tweak him a little bit saying that it actually was a but um, that was a really good one in my opinion number four (sighs) once upon a time in Queens is great like I mean it's hard not to enjoy the depth in which they went you know I preferred it to Doc and Darrow I I, per, I thought it was you know more in-depth and I thought that it was you know just a, very, a captivating captivating documentary number three I like King's ransom mm. about the Gretzky trade and yeah. it's you it, know it was I think the, that was the first one it was the was very the first one it was the very first one but you know what mm-hmm if you're going to start something you go in you go in big and they did peter berg directed it and it was very very good you know you've got the 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 business aspect of it the Edmonton oilers are going broke they need to figure out how to get gretzky how to get money and cash into the franchise and the only, you know, one of the few assets they had that they could actually move without disrupting the entire team and you know, Gretzky had wanted out he was, you know, dating Janet Jones at the time, I think they were gonna get married or, I think they get married about halfway through the documentary She's and there's gorgeous. just all these, she, she was and she was just coming out of like Police Academy 4 or whatever, so like the, that acting career is really taking off um, so, it's it's fascinating from not just the interpersonal standpoints, but also the business standpoints. And still, to, to think that the Oilers really didn't get that much back, and the Oilers won another cup while Gretzky never didn't really amount to much. Big picture in LA, yes, he was the biggest star, but no hardware no hardware went home to LA. So it was very fascinating to see that. Number two, it's a coin flip for me, like because they're both very, very good. One's about college football, the other one's about pro football. The U, just the, the U directed by Billy Corbin, just taking you through the program, right? and taking you through Michael Irvin, taking you through all of the 80s as encapsulated by the University of Miami football team and into the 90s and then into the early 2000s with Willis McGahee and Larry Coker as the head coach. You know, it's fascinating. You know, Luther Campbell's involvement and, and how he was able to kind of bankroll the U it was all it was very fascinating and it really it really like shows you how the NFL was shaped by the University of Miami. And the University of Miami was not a traditional power and still isn't. So that is pretty, pretty awesome. And number one. You had it further down on your list. I put it at number one, Elway to Marino. It's draft day, but a re- in real life. It's... The role of Ernie Acorsi is being played by Kevin Costner. No, it's the other way around. The role of Kevin Costner is being played by Ernie Corsi in real life. And the... idea that Elway is going to hold up the process and the drama of it. And then leaking the... Did Dan Marino do coke? You know, it's just... The... underlying storylines and the depth with which the intrigue went and then you have the backroom dealings and the negotiations all involving these kids who are going pro. Yes, we think of them as, you know, who they are but at the time, you know, student-athletes, that's who they were. So, before they were legends, they were college players. And it was just a, a very well done documentary and it really like it, it captured my attention just from like like those were the guys I came up with you know like growing up as a football fan oh yeah Elway, Jim Kelly Dan Marina, these were the guys, like these were the legends in our time and to see how that draft class shaped the NFL for years to come is pretty amazing stuff. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Rate us five stars, leave us a review, turn on subscription notifications, and tell your friends. Spread the word, spread it wide.